by Riverside. We are back together for another edition of Pick'em with Dan and Dave. And it's good to be back together after taking last week off, but we are ready for Super Bowl Sunday, just a few short days away. And not only do I have Dave back with me today, but we also have a guest who was with us a few weeks ago when during the regular season. But Mike is back with us as well, the three of us, talking about Chiefs-Eagles down in Let's Arizona in just a few short days. <laughs> So, Dave, welcome back. How's Florida treating you? It's good. It's uh, obviously warm still, and uh, it's just way better than at home. Yeah, well, me and Mike freeze our asses off up here in the Midwest. <laughs> yeah, so I enjoy that. It's great for us. The pictures of you out golfing today in shorts and a t-shirt made me about want to puke. Oh, yeah. But, uh, well, guys, for the next 30 minutes or so, we are going to talk about two teams and two teams only. Like I said, Chiefs and Eagles, Super Bowl 57 in Arizona, a few short days away. The Kelsey Bowl, the Andy Reid Bowl, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it's going to be exciting as Mike and I, being the Chiefs fans that we are, it's an exciting time for us. We wish that uh, we had the five grand a ticket to be watching it in person, but I'll watch it on my couch and be a nervous wreck all weekend getting ready for that 5:30 kickoff central time on Fox. But Dave, I want to hear your opening thoughts on this matchup and we're going to kind of break it down over similarities of the team, keys to victory, may have a couple stupid parlays in there and our predictions for the week is how we will wrap this game up, but I'm going to go to both of you. We're going to start with Dave. Dave, what is your initial thoughts looking at this matchup and the season in a totality leading up to it? You know, it's it's definitely going to be a matchup between, you know, two of the best teams we saw all season consistently. You know, the Eagles ran through the NFC pretty, pretty easily. You know, everyone has their tough games, but um, they dominated easier, you know, just like that. And uh, Chiefs did the same thing with a team that people thought, they may struggle a little more with um, without Tyreek and just weapons that people didn't realize they had. And Mahomes had his, you know, maybe his best season of all. Andy Reid's still coaching at a high level, and uh, Arrowhead still continues to be a big part of that piece in, in Kansas City. So overall, I think it's going to be an amazing game. I think it's going to showcase, you know, a lot of offense, but also a lot of sneaky defense and uh, just two well-rounded uh, teams. I agree. Um, you know, I'll give my thoughts after the fact, but Mike, let's go to you, sir. As we get ready for Sunday, what are your initial reactions to this matchup? Yeah. So <clears throat> I think for me, it's like the similarities with these teams, the similarities with these cities, right? Like Philadelphia, <laughs> is probably one of the uh, craziest fan bases that there is. I mean, literally, if you ask any, like, you know, amateur football fan, 
Like, you know, name one of the craziest uh, fan bases. I guarantee Philly is on their top three. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that the Chiefs also, uh, you know, with our fan base, um, have a huge following. Uh, you know, kind of watching some of the interviews uh, this week, you know, they talk about the Philly fans just being like aggressive and just violent, you know, almost to the to the point where you think of like Bill's Mafia, right? So they're going to show up, man. They're going to show up in Arizona. I will say like last night uh, when I was watching some of the NFL Network stuff, um, you know, there was a lot more Chiefs fans there in Arizona um, than, than there were uh, with Philadelphia. But Neither here nor there. Just the similarities with these teams, you know. Andy Reid, <laughs> he spent 14 years in Philadelphia, and then got the boot. Right um, after all of those playoff teams, uh, I still remember like Donovan McNabb, like growing up and you know going to the Super Bowl, and you know what a great job that he did in Philadelphia and how much that he was loved, and then he just got the boot. But really cool that he gets to play his former team. Um, you know the Kelsey brothers. I think that's super cool that Travis and Jason both get to play each other. I really hope that, uh, you know, Mama Kelsey gets to flip that coin. Um, Really, really cool, you know, that these two, like, great personalities, great people uh, get to play each other. Uh, The fact that there's two black quarterbacks for the first time, I mean, that's that's a pretty big deal. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and, and, and a lot of the conversation last night around the interviews was, like, you know, the the uh, quarterbacks that were in, in in front of them that kind of set, you know, this precedent for them to be able to come in and, and just, and, and, and do the things that they do. Um, really, really awesome that we, that we have two black quarterbacks going at it. They're, they're multi-dimensional. Um, they're super diverse. So uh, really awesome there. Um, and then the AFC just kind of, um, kind of like what we were talking about AFC being number one seed, the NFC's number one seed, the two teams like clashing, you know, uh, with each other um, and, and, and be, being able to see like the best teams on the field at the same time. Right. Um, and then both young teams, right. You know, Jalen's super young. His rookie year was 2020, you know, Patrick's only 26 years old, um, 2017. Um, you know, so I'm sorry. What? 27. Yes. 27. Sorry. Good, good fact check there. Um, but super cool there. And then, you know, one other thing is like, you know, in Philadelphia, like I was reading something today, there's actually, uh, there's actually an Arrowhead East at a bar called Big Charlie's, um, in South Philadelphia, uh, where, you know, they have a long history of, of cheese fans, you know, going into this bar and all of the different cheese players that they met. So I, for me, like, it's just like, I feel like, um, the Chiefs are playing like their younger brother right now is, is what I feel like. Like these teams are really similar um, with what they can do. And so, yeah, that's, that's kind of my, my hot take right there on, on, on what's uh, what's up with these two. I like it. Yeah, Dave, you, you hit on a couple of, of my points there and, you know, me included, we've talked about this and I think you joked around with me and I know Mike's joked around with me. I took the Chiefs bet of under 10 and a half wins this year after the Tyreek trade. Mm -hmm. I did not think that this was going to be a great year. I was in that camp of what can this offense do when you lose its biggest weapon? And I mentioned it a couple weeks ago as we started going in the playoffs of it just changed the dynamic of the team. It made Mahomes have to change the way that we ran the ball and we, uh, we ran our offense in general. 
a sneaky thing for the Chiefs, though. They still led the league in big plays. Oh, yeah. But we they weren't the big explosive touchdowns, the 80-yarders. But, you know, when we talk about big plays, they're passes of 25-plus yards. They still led the league in that. They spread the ball across to all of their receivers. I don't have it in front of me, but that was one of the records that they set during the regular season was number of players with double-digit touchdowns. It, it was unbelievable the, the adaption that that team took over the course of the 18-week regular season. You look at the Eagles. They dominated throughout the whole year. Very easily could have been 16-1 and one had Hurts not got hurt. Yeah. You know, they, they limped their way in towards the end, but they had a firm grasp on that number one seed. And I don't think either of us would have any heartburn with me saying this, of, especially in an NFC that, for lack of a better word, was weak this year. Mm-hmm. Top to bottom. It was much weaker, and we'll get into that more as we look at the road that these two teams took to get here. But uh, just both of these teams firing on both cylinders. The Chiefs didn't have a lot of big blowouts this year, and that's that's kind of what was the difference that we saw. Mike, we've seen so many blowouts over the last five years at Arrowhead that we didn't see. We played a lot of tighter ball games, and to me, with the young roster that you have, that's huge. The Super Bowl shouldn't be a blowout. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. When I look at both of these teams and how they played this year, I don't see a reenactment of us playing Tampa a couple of years ago that was domination from start to finish. Both of these teams have their pluses. Both of these teams have their minuses that both of these coaches will look to expose over the 60 minutes that this football game is. But all in all, think this is a matchup that we could have called a few weeks ago especially on the NFC side it very easily could have been Bills Bengals or Chiefs from the AFC side and I think our talking points would be about the same if any of those other two teams was playing the Eagles this week obviously I'm happy it's the Chiefs we get to talk about our boys one more week but uh, AFC as a whole little bit deeper but same storylines would have read in, you know, you lose the Kelsey brothers, you lose the Andy Reid, but the, the way that the teams match up doesn't necessarily change. So that's my hot take. Yeah, I, I agree, Dan. Don't, don't you feel like, like these teams have like a certain amount of respect for each other? I mean, not just with the Kelsey brothers playing, but when they talk about the Eagles and the Eagles talk about the Chiefs, like doesn't this feel like, there's like a real huge mutual respect between these teams and, and, and the way that they can go out there and perform. I agree. You know, like you, I was watching the, the opening ceremonies or whatever they called them last right. night. Right. Uh, and what was you that? Got that vibe. And what was that, Dan? Yeah. <laughs> what was what? And the, the, what was that? I mean, they had them like they had the coaches in the ring, right? And they had like Jalen and yeah. Patrick and Chris Jones and, you know, like they're all on stage. Like I've never seen anything like that in my entire life. I, I'm not sure exactly how I feel about it yet, uh, but it was different. That is for sure. Well, we saw it in Miami uh, when we played the 49ers. They had a similar setup at the ballpark there where they brought up, you know, a couple stars from each team. Uh, it's something that they really ran, but it was a, it. It did. It felt different last night. Uh, and, and 
I think you hit the nail on the head with the respect that's across both teams. I mean, think of the number of guys that Andy Reid's drafted on that roster. His fingerprints are all over that roster. Love it. Indirectly and directly. His fingerprints are all over the Chiefs roster. Mm -hmm. You know, Sirianni got fired when Andy took over in KC. You know, he talked about that's a little chip on his shoulder uh, going into the game. But there's so many storylines that go along with it, and they're not negative ones. It's it's happy storylines. And, you know, I know there's a lot of talk of the league scripted this year, and this story or this Super Bowl probably doesn't help that, but it, it brings a lot of good press to a league that has taken a lot of bad over the past few mm-hmm. weeks. So it it's a it's a warmer story uh, going into the weekend, not this animosity. I remember uh, the Tampa Bay Chiefs Super Bowl a couple years ago, and yeah, Tom Brady was there. Mahomes and Brady have the mutual respect, but there wasn't that feeling across the board. Uh, as the players had to do their media obligations going into the weekend. So I was happy to see last night. I'm happy to see what I've seen uh, today so far. And it, it's good to go. You know, I'm I'm ready. I'm excited for this. Obviously, we want to see the boys get a W. But I, I'm thinking we're going to have a great football game here. Did you guys listen to the New Heights podcast this week? It came out early because they can't really record it during the week, but they did have Mama Kelsey on. Did either of you guys watch some of that interview? I did not. Oh, they're talking about, uh, you know, Jason was talking about how was mom disappointed when uh, they found out that Travis was a, was a boy because they were wanting to have a daughter and she roasted him during it. She goes, well, I basically did. He's a fashionista. He's got all of his dance moves. That's what he's worried about more. (laughs) And it was just such a dig. It was great, but you know, no free ads, but we'll give a free ad. That, that was a great episode. They had mama and Papa Kelsey on, uh, that that's just so great for that family that both the boys in the Super Bowl. mom talking about how she's rooting for the offense uh, because that's where they both play. Yeah. She was, uh, she was asked, you know, so what happens at the end of the game? Like, do you go talk to the son who lost or the one that won? And she called out Jason. She goes, well, I can't be on the field if you win. Cause you gave your, your passes to your wife and daughters, but Travis wins. I'll be down on the field with him. Cause he gave me his credentials. Uh, that's the exact opposite of all of the things that she said about Jason being her favorite because uh, he has kids and she's got to, you know, asking Travis when he's going to have kids. And yeah. Jason's like, Travis should never have kids ever. <laughs> oh, oh, what? Watch the clip where they where that got brought up. And Travis or Travis was like, that's it. Going to start breeding. Going to find a breeder. And they both said, no. <laughs> I love it. Go, Travis. Go, bro. <laughs> so that was a great episode you know sometimes in the podcasting world you got your good and your bad that was a good one uh definitely worth the two and a half hour listen but uh guys let's jump into keys to victories here uh i think that they're very different for both teams at least from what i have so mike i'm gonna start with you and then we'll go to dave and i'll wrap up for what my keys to victory are so mike what do you got 
Yeah. So I'm, I might be a little bit long winded here because I'd actually have like three different kind of, you know, deciding factors, um, if you will. So, uh, you know, obviously, first and foremost, like what's on everyone's mind is the injuries. Right. Uh, if you're if you're watching the the scroll cast through ESPN, you're seeing, you know, um, Tony, has, you know, Canaries hasn't played at all uh, or hasn't practiced at all this week. Hardman is almost 100% ruled out. Juju has not practiced this week. Sneed is out. Um, now, I will say Sneed did clear concussion protocol, which is great for our defense. But I think what's ever, what's on everyone's mind is, like, how are the Chiefs actually going to um, work with what they have, right? And I think that's what um, Patrick Mahomes does so well, is that he's able to take what he can get, you know? You know, do they end up running the ball? 20, 25 times. Um, you remember Damian Williams in the Super Bowl a couple years ago uh, had a huge game, had that touchdown that actually, you know, uh, mm-hmm. sealed everything up. That was huge. Are they going to go with some, sh- you know, short passes? Are they going to do some uh, screen passes? You know, are they going to try to use uh, the speed uh, of some of their uh, backup wide receivers? Because you have to think that we're not going to have everyone healthy in this one. There's no way, you know, and how do how do you get Kelsey involved? You know, you know, he's going to get chucked off the line. You know that they're going to be double teaming him. Uh, you know that that someone else for the Chiefs is going to have to win. Um, but I will say with Kelsey, uh, you know, he always finds a way to kind of find that softness in the defense and and him and, and uh, Mahomes, the way that they kind of just improv stuff is just unbelievable. Um, but in order for them to do that, they're going to really have to have Mahomes get out of the pocket to do that, right? They're going to have to wait till the play breaks down and Kelsey's going to have to get open because you know he's getting chucked on the line and he's getting double teamed, the Bill Belichick method. Um, and who's going to step up? Is it going to be MVS? Uh, you know, is it going to be uh, McKinnon? Um, you know, is it going to be Pacheco? Uh, I don't know. Um, so that's kind of like my first deciding factor is going to be the injuries. Um, the second thing for me is like, who gets out, who gets out to that fast start, who gets out to that 10, nothing lead, that 13, nothing lead. Um, I think if the chiefs do, it's really going to be huge for them because you're able to really make Philly one dimensional at that point. Um, you know, if they're, if they're losing 13 to nothing, they're not going to be running the ball and having seven, uh, minute drives. Right. They're going to have a sense of urgency. They're going to try to hit Devontae. They're going to try to hit A.J. Brown. They're going to be trying to throw it down the field, and that's not their their strength. That's actually their weakness. Um, so, you know, if the Chiefs come out huge, I think that it, it's going to be great for them. Um, now, if Philly comes out huge, we've seen in the Super Bowl where, you know, the 49ers were way up on us even in the fourth quarter. Um, so for me, like getting down early is not really that big of a deal for the chiefs. It's a lot bigger deal for Philly. Um, I I look back to the game like last year with Philly. I don't know if you all remember this and maybe, maybe it was two years ago. I think it was last year. Um, we went into Philly, we were dominating like 28 to three Tyreek was having himself a game. Um, and, and then Philly kind of just kind of, you know, came back into it, but obviously a different Philly team this year than last year. But um, I will say, you know, last year it seemed like we pretty much had the edge the entire game and had control the entire game in Philadelphia, which is a hostile environment. Um, The last thing that I'll say is like the experience, right? Um, Is this game too big for Jalen? Has he grown up too quickly uh, to be in this spotlight? Obviously in college, like, you know, he, 
he was, I believe he was at Alabama and then Oklahoma. So he's played in the big games. Um, but really, realistically, like this is his like first major game outside of the NFC championship, which they didn't really have to do a whole lot with that. Mm-hmm. That was all defense. Yeah. Um, you know, but Patty's been here before. Um, and, and so I think that experience and just that calmness really, really kind of levels the playing field when it comes to the injuries for the Chiefs, just in my opinion. Um, but one really, really uh, crazy statistic was last night I heard that there was only 12 players on the Chiefs that are still on the team that actually won the Super Bowl. So um, that's really kind of my take on, you know, what is going to be the deciding factors when it comes to this game. But those 12 are your leaders. And, you know, let's give some encouraging news. Hardman will be out. He was placed on IR. IR I uh Clyde was activated so Clyde mm-hmm. uh will more than likely play this week more than likely if I had to guess more in a third string back kind of role mm-hmm. um but Andy did say that everyone else that is rostered did practice today Tony and uh Juju both said they will play very emphatically to the reporters so uh, that is good news for the Chiefs so Dave your keys to the game okay um, and I'm sure I'm sure we're all going to kind of touch on similar points here. Um, but, you know, like you said, injuries are a huge thing. It's good to hear that you just said that um, Chiefs are more healthy than we than we thought. I did see they put um, on the IR Hardman. Um, but, yeah, that, that's that's better news than I was thinking. Um so yeah, if, if if teams are feeling a little more even, you know, health wise, that's obviously what we want to see. We want to see, you know, the most players uh, that can play get out there and compete and uh, the best against the best. But I think the big point what Mike said was, um, you know, when he's talking about Jalen, you know, is is that moment too big for him? Um, I, I I don't think so. Um, it is going to be the biggest test, obviously, of his life so far. Um, just, just his attitude is the way he's handled things when Tua had to come in um, and kind of take over for him when he was at Bama, uh, the way he handled that. Um, other videos I've seen, you know, I'm excited to see how he comes out and, and attacks this game. Uh, obviously, it can, it can start a legacy for him with a win uh, or a, a massive performance. But, but also, you look at, obviously, all the other rookies on the team, but look at all the rookies that uh, the Chiefs have that are going to be on the field. Um, is the moment too big for them? I'm, I'm talking Sky Moore. I'm talking, um, I know Pacheco's really come on, but big moment for him. If he can keep playing like he's been playing, um, even guys like, you know, Juju. Um, you know, if, if they're, like you said, if, if Kelsey's having trouble getting open or they're doubling him or they're, they're really hitting him hard off the line, I mean, there, there's going to be guys that got to step up. And then whether that's, that's Juju or Pacheco or, uh, or guys like Sky Moore, who have made mistakes this year on special teams and but have made some big-time catches uh, late in the year. Um, and then I think the big thing, too, is um, can Chris Jones get in that backfield? Um, Jalen Hurts, any quarterback, will struggle, obviously, with, with some pressure. And to be able to somehow contain him in this game is scary for most teams. But when Chris Jones can get back to any quarterback, obviously you see the Chiefs' momentum build, and that's how they get out in front of games. You know, when they got to Lawrence uh, against the Jags, 
that help last week when they were playing. He had a great game. Um, but this offensive line is, is unbelievable, as we mm-hmm. know. Uh, their run attack, their, their pass blocking, um, you know, everything. So I, I think that's a big-time key. But I think the biggest thing for me and for both sides, whether it's the Chiefs or Jalen Hurts and, and the younger guys over there, who handles the moment uh, the best and, and uh, who, want, who wants it more? You know, we, we've we asked the question of, is the moment too big for Hurts? And we would be really remiss to talk about how he hasn't really had a great postseason. He hasn't had uh, a play. Well, I don't think he's thrown for more than 200 yards in either game. Well, they've been up 30. Well, they played a hospital team in the 49ers exactly. and an overachieving <laughs> Giants team. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He doesn't need to throw. But... Yeah, I'm going to throw out a really fun fact that I heard on NFL radio uh, earlier in the week before I get into mine. And I think this might surprise some of you guys. The last 16 quarterbacks to lose their Super Bowl debut have never made it back to another Super Bowl. Mm. Garoppolo, Golf, Ryan, Cam Newton, Kaepernick, Grossman, Hasselback, McNabb. Gannon, Collins, McNair, Bledsoe. He was a back. Bledsoe was a backup in a Super Bowl, but the last sixteen to the last sixteen to lose their Super Bowl debut have not made it back. And you can add Burrow to that list. So seventeen, even though his was last year. Yeah. To me, when I heard that one, that was crazy. We had Mahomes. But let's get into my keys of the game. For the Eagles, I have it written down here. Don't go away from what got you here. Your defensive line and your run game has gotten you here. You can't get away from that. Mike, you touched on it really well. The Chiefs, they get up early. It's going to force them to throw the ball more. Jalen Hurts running the ball, to me, is even more effective than him throwing the ball because you don't know when he's going to do it, and he can easily break off a 40-yard run. But you have to, another key for the Eagles is you have to let the Hurts take some chances. Don't be afraid to let him chuck that ball. Let him be him, and let him do what has gotten that whole team here. It sounds really simple, but it's funny what the flow of a game can do. To me, this is the Eagles' first real test of the whole postseason. For the Chiefs, get healthy, get healthy, get healthy. We've talked about it. All three of us have talked about it. Very encouraging news going into the game. But my biggest key for the Chiefs is it all starts in the trenches. The O-line has to hold strong. The Eagles' defensive line is incredible. That O-line has to come together like they did for Henny. You have to protect Mahomes' ankle. Because we know that they're going to gun for it. Same for the D-line. You have to get pressure on Hurts. Chris Jones, he's great at getting the pressure in and letting Kurloftis or Clark get through. We have to continue to do that. We all know that the Chiefs secondary is our biggest weakness on that defense. But our D-line is our biggest asset on that whole defense. 
Dan, you don't you why? think the secondary right now is have, has a little bit of like momentum though? I mean, for them to go against Joe Burrow last week and and just have like their backups in, man, didn't you feel that spark in our secondary mm-hmm. like that you haven't felt in a really long time? I felt that way. I did. I felt like the team got up for a big game, and we need to see that again. Um, but the trenches is still. I mean. I'll say that till I'm blue in the face. The trenches are the key. The O-line especially. We don't need a reenactment of Tampa. I agree. I agree. That resulted in the whole O-line getting completely retooled. All five of them got replaced. But they've played really well this season. They've protected really well. It's going to be key. Uh, Mahomes, yes, he's practiced. Yes, he's going to play. Being anywhere near 100%, I don't think is a realistic option for him. You know, he played last week, probably hurt his progress more than he helped it. But Chiefs have great trainers. They've got great programs to get him as ready to go as he can be. I mean, any other quarterback, if it's in the regular season, he's out four to six weeks. Uh Obviously, we know he's going to fight through it for the playoffs because he gets a few months off after this. So. Guys, as we're coming down to the end here, we've talked a lot about what we think this game's going to be. I want to talk about some fun prop bets, and it's one of my favorite to bet on. And I want to know your thoughts on this. So, first off, the Gatorade color. (laughs) I love the Gatorade color bet. The odds-on favorite at plus 150 is yellow, green, or lime. They, they, they've bunched all of those together. Water <laughs> or purple is plus 700. Come on. <laughs> you know someone, you know damn well but, someone knows knows what that is. It's going to leak. You just wait, just watch the odds, <laughs> and then you can just bet on whatever odds shrink. <laughs> Team Sicko's taking purple, by the way. I'm on, I'm on yellow. <laughs> I'm on yellow as well. And yellow or, or lime green to me is, is where it's at. But, but here's another one. Mahomes or Hurts as the MVP, they're both at plus 130. The next closest MVP option is Travis Kelsey at plus 1600. Ooh, that's crazy. <laughs> so hmm. the script writers must know one of the quarterbacks is going to take that one home. <laughs> All right, let's get into prediction time. Five. Hey, Dan, Dan, before we get into predictions, can I ask you guys a couple of questions? Because this absolutely, this is what I really want to know. So, so Dave or Dan, I just like to hear your opinion. So, you know, Dan kind of touched on it earlier, right? I think that there's a big conception that the AFC has a lot better teams than NFC, and I don't know if that's because I live in AFC world uh, the entire time, but I just feel like there's a lot more teams that are you know could have been in this game right you think of the Bengals you think of the Bills um you know Jacksonville's a great team that's coming up and in the NFC I really think it came down to like the 49ers and the Eagles like no no one thought the Cowboys were really going to get to the Super Bowl like if you're looking at the Eagles from a Chiefs perspective like what's a team that you feel like that we played that can stack up, you know, looking at the defense, like I'm thinking about like San Diego, I'm thinking about Joey Bosa, um, 
uh, or I'm sorry, uh, is it Joey or Nick? It's Nick, isn't it? It's Joey. No, it's... it's Joey. Okay. It's Joey. Yeah. So yeah. I'm thinking about like Joey. I'm thinking about San Diego. Um, but I'm also thinking about like a, a running team, like a strictly running team, like Baltimore, right? Um, you know, they're predominantly a, a running team, like a huge running team. Tennessee, uh, another like huge running team that we played. Like, what are your thoughts on like the road, road to get here and like stacking up against Philadelphia and like teams that we played that would be similar, like, you know, from a matchup perspective and how you all feel like that will go? I'll take this first, Dave, and then I'll let you think on it a little bit more. The team that I think that we've played this year, and it was one of our more dominating performances that matches up best with the Eagles, was when we went out to San Francisco and played the 49ers. Yeah, I agree. A strong defense. It was Christian McCaffrey's first game, but he still had a huge impact on that. Jimmy G was still playing. Jimmy G, I, I think he very well could still be a starter in this league. Uh, Brock Purdy, props to him. He worked that system exactly how it needed to be worked, uh, got hurt, and kind of exposed that team. But the defense was incredible all year long. Is the Brock D-line Purdy not is Brock Purdy not the second coming of Alex Smith? I mean, come on. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, okay. Pretty much. Or, or, you know, we'll see, we'll, see, we'll see a little bit more. You know, I think that he'll get shots in the league. Um, we'll see if it could be – this is going to be a stretch just based on this performance that we saw, but it kind of tracks the storyline of Brady. But we'll see how that goes. It does. You know, there's a lot to unfold on that one. But as far as matchup goes, our closest matchup uh, is the 49ers, and we handled business there. I agree. Dave? Yeah, you know, I might sound a little stupid on this one, but I I don't know. I'm just trying to think of a comparison, you know, good uh, quarterback that that can throw and move. You know, I can see, like you said, 49ers. Um, I'm thinking – I'm thinking – Maybe it'd be like a Baltimore game, you know, with Lamar. Um, like I said, it might sound stupid, but I'm thinking Lamar can throw a little bit. He can get outside. They got an awesome O-line. Uh, defense is always good. It wasn't as good this year, I don't think. But that's kind of the type of, of kind of script you think you'd see or, or scheme you'd have to go up against playing a team like with Hurts and the Eagles. Uh, strong on both sides, but definitely can run it down your throat all game. So, Hopefully the Eagles don't get up or, or they, they'll just continue to run with Hurts and uh, Sanders. But we didn't play Baltimore this year. I know. That's why I was just saying that <laughs> would that But would we played we could play them a ton over the last three years, right? Like we have played That's them true. a ton. Yeah, I was just going more off comparison based. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. No, I, I definitely Similar see style. that point. Definitely see that point. You know, there, there's a lot of similarities. The league has done a great job of getting parity. That, that's what they've wanted for years. Um, for the most part, the top two-thirds of the league, there is parity. We've said the phrase many times as we've talked about spreads and seen what happened across the league on a week-to-week basis. It's any given Sunday for just about every team in the league. And this is the matchup that I think most people wanted. It is the best from both sides. Uh, I agree, Dan. I agree, Dan. I totally agree, man. And and to your your point, any given Sunday, 
The Chiefs are the same team that beat uh, Houston in overtime, right? The Eagles are the same team that lost to Washington and and Heineke. So mm-hmm. it really is any given Sunday. I, I think the NFL is matched up better than they have been in a really, really long time. And I'm super looking forward to this game. I, I am as well. 535 Sunday on Fox cannot come soon enough. Patrick Mahomes and his Kansas City Chiefs will be the underdogs with Philly favored by one and a half. The total keeps moving up. As of right now, it sits at 51. If you're looking for the money line play, the Chiefs are at plus 105. I have hammered that number. I think I hammered it right when the line came out when they were plus 125. But the Eagles are minus 125 going in to Sunday as of today. Boys, your call on who goes first and tells me what they think of this game. I have a feeling. I have a feeling Dave's going <laughs> to really get us fired up for this one. Yeah, let's go, Dave. Why, why, why is that? Why, why do you think that? I think you're just going to try to get me going today. No, 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 no. I I, I have, when I've seen this line all week, it's, it, I, I don't want to say it's like super surprising. It started with the injuries. Uh, I think it's moved back a little bit, right? It started at like two and a half or so, three. Yep, two and a half. It yeah, so I, I don't – the points seem kind of pointless to me. It could come down to a point, but I like Chiefs' money line here, if anything. I do. I know the over keeps getting higher. I do like the over. I think it's going to be kind of a shootout. I'm hoping that little scripted rumor leak isn't true uh, about the Eagles winning. But, um, yeah, I like the Chiefs here. I just – I'm going to go with the experience in a lot of – you know, with Kelsey and Mahomes um, in this game and – uh I like them winning something maybe, you know, like a 32-27 type of game. I love that. Mike, what's your pick? And give me a total or give me a final score. Yeah, I totally will. Uh, first of all, I'd like to say uh, one of the most exciting parts for me is getting to see Rihanna, Rihanna at uh, halftime. <laughs> Just a heads up. Uh, I think she is one of the sexiest women on the planet, and uh, I am really looking forward to that. Uh, I did see that MBS was also uh, wanting to watch the halftime show. He put on this Twitter, I believe, that he was uh, saying, hey, can I watch uh, Rihanna? Um, But, man, I'm looking forward to her her halftime show. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I do kind of hope that she has a uh, uh, some sort of wardrobe malfunction. But with that being wow. said, <laughs> with that being said, um, I think that this game 100% comes down to defense. I think defense wins this game. I think everyone is so excited to see these two offenses, uh, you know, go at each other, but I really think that turnovers wins this game. I think that the defense wins this game. Um, You know, seeing Chris Jones versus Kelsey is going to be epic. I mean, it is going to be epic. And, you know, one of the things that that they've done with Chris Jones is they've actually started lining him up on the outside a couple of different times. They did that against Burrow uh, in Cincinnati. Um, and you know, I, I like him on the outside. I, you know, if, if he's not getting anywhere with Kelsey, 
you know, throw someone else in there and throw them on the outside. Uh, I also am really looking forward to seeing Frank Clark in this game. I think Frank Clark has a super chip on his shoulder right now. Um, one of the, my favorite quotes from, from uh, Frank Clark um, is this year him saying, you know, what's the difference between this year and past years, or what's the difference between these playoffs and, and, and last playoffs, you know, him just saying, I'm healthy, I'm healthy. Um, I thought that was a great quote. Um, he is healthy. He looks slimmed down. He looks great. And like I said, you know, Chris Jones has a, a chip on his shoulder. The whole defense knows that they're overshadowed by the, the, the overpowering offense of Mahomes and offense. Um, so I think that you're going to see the chiefs get at it. Like they never have. Um, it is going to be, it is going to be crazy with playing the number one defense in Philadelphia or against Philadelphia, but Mahomes has already played like the number one defense. He called it out earlier against the 49ers. We didn't have any problems scoring any points against them. We were healthy, right? Um, one of the other things they're going to talk about in this game is like, I'm hearing that the Eagles are going to play man coverage uh, versus zone. Um, so, you know, I, I, I saw a stat today that said Mahomes is top three in the league uh, when it comes to man coverage. Um, but neither here nor say, nor there. Um, I think that Patrick Mahomes will win um, his legacy. Um, I don't even see a loser in this game. I really don't. These both, both these teams are amazing in the end. Everything in my head says Philly, um, but my heart is going to go with the Kansas city chiefs. 31 to 28. Take it to the bank, baby. Technina, let's go. I love it. I love it. I love it. I as well have the Chiefs. I have Chiefs in the over with a final score of 31-24. So we're all about the same ballpark there, looking for a hell of a football game. Me and Mike should be stressed out and drunk by halftime, so it should be fun. Before we wrap, as always, I have to give a stupid parlay of the week. Five legs, plus 200 it comes out to. Over 42.5 points. Hurts under 224.5 passing. Hurts anytime touchdown. Kelsey anytime touchdown. Chiefs money line. And for a cherry on top, this isn't in the bet, but I hope that there comes a point in the game Travis Kelsey can get thrown out on defense and go one-on-one with his brother right there at the line. Yes! I love it! (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) With that, guys, that wraps up our Super Bowl pre-edition. After this, Dave and I are going to go to a monthly show. We'll get ready for the draft. We'll be our next one. I've got a special guest lined up for that one who knows a lot about college football. Going into the draft, we will be back with our standard weekly cadence as we get ready for next season. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Gentlemen, thank you. It has been fun this season, and I cannot wait to watch the Super Bowl and then talk with all of us as we get ready for next season. It's been an honor, boys. Thank you. Thank you.